Blog Talk Radio. Welcome back to this edition of Wide Men Can't Jump. It's episode 103, and boy, do we have a show for you tonight. We're going to be looking all around the NBA, and to start tonight, believe it or not, folks, as this show airs, my Minnesota Timberwolves are undefeated. I, I know what you're saying. I really do. I, I know exactly what you're saying. Tell me he didn't just say that. I did just say that. They are undefeated right now, and uh, nobody cares but me, and uh, I don't really care. But joining me, as always, the Toronto Raptors champion fan converted to uh, Utah Jazz fan, the hockey expert, the the Maple Leaf maniac himself. It's Tim Dombrova, Minnesota Timberwolves, sir. Wow. Exciting. Unbelievable, isn't it? Undefeated and number one in the West. Soon Granted, they're switching, only three and oh. Soon to be switching places with the Indiana Pacers. <laughs> Very well so. so. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. Background, Josh Brown. Yeah. <laughs> As you can tell, he's in such a good mood. What a thespian that Josh Brown is. He's the man, he's the myth, he's the legend, but uh, I'll tell you what, Tim, tonight, there's one thing that we have now that the NBA is uh, is back, and one thing that, Only one I'm thing? trying to think of a way, oh, I know exactly what we have. Constant craving for more NBA action. Oh my God! The art, the artist of that song was KD Lang, ladies and gentlemen. Oh. Oh. <laughs> and because the of that, pain. now. Oh, the pain. Thank God this is only an audio podcast and not video. Because if I'd have Let's to have saw the- that, it would have burnt my eyes out, Nate Bush. Let's start the show, Sally. You're listening to Wide Men Can't Jump on the Wide Men Radio Network located at blogtalkradio.com slash wide men can't jump. This show is brought to you by the law offices of Stephen T. New at newlawoffice.com, stripcamfun.com, Atomic Comics and Collectibles, LLC, located at Facebook.com backslash Atomic Comics and Collectibles, LLC, as well as at Stay Classy Meats at StayClassyMeats.com, where you can use promo code WIDEMEN to save 10% on your order and receive a free pound of Montana grass-fed ground beef. This show talks about NBA and covers all topics from all 30 teams in the league and includes guests from experts from all over the world. Make sure you're downloading us on iTunes, Podcast Addict, Stitcher, Google Play, FM Flash, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and more. Be sure to join in on the fun over at WideMenCan'tJump.com as well as on our Facebook group, Wide Men Can't Jump, and follow us on Twitter at WideJump. 
Now, let's go to the flagship program of this Wide Men Radio Network. Here's Wide Men Can't Jump. Welcome to the Wide Men Can't Jump Top 10. Tonight's Top 10. Top 10 things Ed Boggess would do if he had godlike powers. Number 10. <laughs> change his name of capital city to Boggessville. At number 9. Has candy corn named official state candy of West Virginia. And if you <laughs> hand it out during Halloween, you get a tax break. At number 8. Grants eternal life to Yankees owner George Steinbrenner. Oh, At number 7. Travels through time. Eats all the burgers, hot dogs, and fries that were wantonly destroyed during the Tupelo, Mississippi concession stand brawl. At number six, changes name on Bears draft card from Mitch Trubinsky to Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> Surprisingly, Boggus wakes up the next day to find out he is mayor of Chicago for life. At number five, convinces James Naismith to change name of basketball to Boggus Ball. Oh, dear God. At number four, Speaks to God and has West Virginia coal switched to gold. <laughs> that would help. A cruel twist of fate, God sends coal to California. Ha <laughs> ha, you suckers. At number three, has replica sheets kitchen built-in house so he doesn't have to drive for late-night cravings. Uses excuse that he's giving his wife Whitney a break. At number two, has the Red Sox placed in the National League so the Yankees can defeat them every year in the World Series. Mm. And the number one thing Ed Boggess would do if he could had godlike powers, he would travel back to last week's Notre Dame-Michigan game and have Notre Dame win. <laughs> Hold on. God won't allow that. Turns out God loves Michigan. Go Wolverines! <laughs> well, there you go. Uh, oh, that Ed Boggess. He's a crazy man. <sighs> goodness uh you know to have a guy like ed bogus on your team man there's nothing better than that i'm telling you ed's great he is ed is a great guy nicest guy you'd ever want to meet coming from someone who's never met him that holds a lot of water (laughs) yeah definitely but don't forget though if uh but like notre dame last week remember this yeah that's what happens so much for those national championship aspirations. <laughs> well, if you had national championship aspirations, but you were cut off by some ridiculous means that wasn't your own, if I can put it that way, you need to contact our great sponsor, the law offices of Stephen P. New, newlawoffice.com. Mr. New is one of the guys who fights for you. Make sure you get a hold of him. It's Stephen P. New. Let's hear more from the law offices of Stephen P. New. Personal injury. Product liability, workplace accidents, mesothelioma law, social security disability, unfair insurance practices, family law, employment discrimination, and more. All this can be handled at New Law Office with Stephen P. New. It's New Law Office with Stephen P. New. You can get your free consultation today by calling 1-800-208-9169 or 304-362-7345 for your free consultation. A new level of personal service, whether you've been injured or facing divorce or experiencing workplace discrimination, you can rely on compassionate, thorough representation from New Law Office. Be sure to contact Stephen P. New Law Office at newlawoffice.com or again, get your free consultation 
at 1-800-203-9169. Stephen P. New, answers to your legal questions. And thanks again to the law offices of Stephen P. New. It's newlawoffice.com. Make sure you check them out. Get your free consultation. Stephen P. New Law Offices. It's newlawoffice.com. Our great and wonderful sponsor. I'll actually be seeing Mr. New uh, here shortly. uh, Uh, We will both be at the AEW event. You make sure if you see him, you give him my uh, greetings and salutations from the Great White North. Absolutely. uh, And most definitely some... Belayed uh, congratulations on the awesome success of his uh, progeny there. Uh, pretty impressive. Yes, yes. Rebecca's doing a, a great job doing what she does. And, uh, you know, we're proud to have uh, old Stephen P. New a part of the team here. He is the All mayor. right, but before we get we're, – we're taking a different route this week. We've got a really cool interview lined up. We're waiting on, um, waiting on him to join us here on the show. What we want to do – is well we're going to go ahead and welcome him on the show because here he is we'll get back to what i'm going to do here in a little bit ladies and gentlemen i want to welcome onto the show this is a, a really interesting interview for all of you especially you gaming fans out there we don't really talk a lot about video games here but i wanted to do because i i thought this was really cool that we could set this up um big thanks to jamie ward for setting this up by the way thanks jamie uh, this is the coach of the Wizards District Gaming in the NBA-run NBA 2K League, Patrick Croissant. Am I pronouncing that right, Patrick? Yes, you are. All right. Well, welcome Great on the job. show. And, and I will be honest with you. I know, a West Virginia guy that can talk and has teeth. Uh, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I, want, I wanted to bring this up. Jamie messaged me and, and set this whole thing up, and I was really interested in it because I was an avid NBA 2K player myself. I haven't really mm-hmm. done a whole lot of research per se, but what like this is an NBA run thing. Like you coach the district. Like explain to us really what this NBA league is, because there's probably a lot of listeners like me that have never heard of this. Yeah, yeah. So I can uh, deep dive in into it for you guys. Uh, you know, the NBA uh, wanted to get into esports, you know, and competitive video gaming since it's a huge thing now. Um, and, you know, they have the perfect video game, NBA 2K, to get involved with. So they went to the developer who makes that game and said, hey, can we create this league with you? They said, sure, let's do it. Um, so about three years ago, they announced that they were going to, you know, host trials for the league. Um, and so we're, we just finished with season two uh, in August. Um, and so what it is, it's five-on-five basketball. And, you know, say you and four other friends just want to go in. You control your own guy. So you pick your position, you know, you want to play point guard, shooting guard, small forward, power forward, or center. Um, and you can kind of mess with his build, you know, if you want him to play as a shooter, defender, you know, playmaker. There's there's some things you can do to, you know, differentiate yourself from other players. Uh, but what they did is, you know, they wanted to make that five-on-five basketball go from the, you know, on the court in real life to the virtual world because they saw that people were, you know, so enamored with NBA 2K and the video game, like you said, Tons of people play the game. Um, we had over 70,000 try out for season one, and only 102 made it for uh, for season one. And you know we're on season two now, coming into season three uh, next year. Wow, that is amazing. And I know esports mm-hmm. is becoming huge. Like you're seeing them on on TV now of teams that are playing it. But NBA 2K is a, a different monster. So basically. When you join this league and you become 
get to become a professional NBA 2K player, um, you don't pick a team per se. You don't go in and say, okay, well, I'm, I'm good with, you know, I'm good with James Harden. I'm going to be the Rockets and everybody else kind of pick around. You create your own player and then you decide what attributes he needs. Is that pretty much, am I getting that right there? Yeah, so I can talk about it. We actually have a draft, you know, where we draft these guys onto our teams. Uh, there are 24 teams currently uh, going into season three. Uh, so there's a, there's a tryout process you have to go through. Uh, it's actually going on right now. Uh, in the game, you know, that you obviously the retail version you buy, you have to get 50 wins with your team. So you have to load in a game. You know, you can create a team with your other friends if you want to play five-on-five basketball. Uh, and then you search for a game, and you have to get 50 wins in, I think it's three weeks, and then also have a win percentage over 50%. Uh, so that's the first part. Uh, and that's to qualify for the combine, which is the second part. Um, and the second part's a little bit different. You know, you're going to load into a game, pick your position, uh, but it's going to be random because they don't want you to, to go with a team. They want to see how you can play with other people. Uh, and then the combine, I think you play like 40 or 50 games, and they take your statistics from that. You know, they'll take the top 15 or 20 so point guards, look at your statistics that they can track, um, and then they'll narrow down that list into the best prospects that they can find from that. The NBA will interview you. Um, and then once that, you'll put in the draft pool where 24 teams can select you. And it's six players per team. Uh, we do have one sub just in case, you know, we want to make that adjustment every so often. Tim, any questions for Patrick? Yeah, concerning uh, I, yeah I got a slew of questions. Um, plat, <laughs> platform, plat, platforms, cross-platform. Yep monetized yep so we can go to that um so platform you can qualify on playstation or xbox um now our league build is played on the pc just because they didn't want to you know they just didn't want to go to playstation and say we're exclusive to you they don't want to go to xbox for exclusive to you they wanted everyone um to be able to use that controller so we play on pc and their league build on the games you know that we compete in in new york um, just because you can use a PlayStation or Xbox controller on a PC. But for qualifying, it doesn't matter if you're on PlayStation or Xbox. You can compete on either one of those. Um, now, as far as monetization, you know, it's all common knowledge. These players get paid between, I want to say, thirty-two and 37000 for six months during our season. Um, and then on top of that, they have a $1.2 million prize pool that's split up between two tournaments, and then the championship, I think, is about three hundred thousand dollars, if I remember correctly, from last year. Holy, that's uh, that's something to if you're a gamer for sure. You got to <laughs> really want to look into that. Um, what kind of? Okay, so you're playing on a PC. Uh, is there any uh, kind of? Uh, do you just have to have a system requirements to play that game, and nothing more, or would you be better off? on a, what I would call a gaming machine, I guess, with the, for lack of a better term, or uh, to, uh, I'm, I'm guessing things like lag and that sort of thing you'd want to be avoiding. Yeah, that's a huge component with eSports. Um, you know, when you're playing on your system, obviously internet has to be, um, you know, the best that you can get. And most players don't play on a uh, TV. Uh, surprisingly, they'll play on like a gaming monitor. 
uh, so to say. So there are monitors that are made specifically for gaming, and that's just to increase your reaction time and the input from the controller to the system. Yeah, that's okay. actually not surprising, the uh, the monitor thing, because I, I used to play on a, a big screen TV, and I learned by playing online that my reflexes weren't as quick as those who were playing on a smaller screen who could see the whole screen up close and could sit yeah. closer than I could. So it does make a difference. But go ahead. Yeah, Tim, I'm yeah. Sorry. It, it makes a huge difference. Uh, and, you know, it was the refresh rate with the monitors and TVs and all that kind of fun stuff. Yeah. All right. So then let's, let's say you get through this process and you, you get into the league and you play. Uh, does your care, for lack of a better term, I'm going to call it character, uh, or your player, I guess you could say, um, does he progress? Does he, do his stats get better by performance? Uh, is there any kind of element in that sense? Yeah, so it's a great question. Uh, so once you make the league, uh, everyone stays at a base overall 90, just to make it fair, you know, competition-wise. Now, there are some things we can kind of work with. You know, uh, when you pick a point guard, so say our point guard gets into the game, he can load in. Um, he can pick from five different types of play styles that are made from the game, and those change your attributes. But overall, he's at a base 90 overall. Um, so there is kind of some things that we can do. You know, when you load in a point guard, you can kind of be like maybe a Chris Paul type or you want to be a John Wall at Beverly. So there are some things you can work with um, to kind of make each team have their own unique play style. Okay. So it's, so it's not like a, uh, like an RPG or something like that, where if somebody who's been playing for since day one would have a massive advantage over somebody who was starting up. Correct. Yep. So that's uh, in the retail version of the game. But once you get to our league, they want everyone to be pretty much at the same playing level and just, you know, kind of show that, Gap that okay. It takes. okay, that makes good sense. Um, well, let me ask this: You're the coach of the mm-hmm. the is it called the Wizards Gaming League. Am I correct in that? We is are it, the uh, Wizards District Gaming Team. Yep. So we are the DC yes. team. Mm-hmm. Right, well, explain to us what the uh, what what that is. The Wizards District Gaming. Like, what is that exactly? For those that may not know. Mm-hmm. Sure. So we are, we're one of the teams in the NBA 2K League. You know, you can follow us out on, on Twitter at WizardCG. Um, you know, we post there all the time. Um, but what we do is, you know, season one and two, we were heavily involved. We had teams. We had six guys come here. They actually have to move to D.C. I don't know if I've mentioned that. So when you get drafted to a team, that player has to move into the city they get drafted to. Um, so, you know, we have to bring 18 I think 18 to 27 is the ages we've had for season one and two. Um, some young kids that have come first time out of high school, lived on their own. You know, they come here, you know, we shoot content, we practice eight to 12 hours a day on the game. And then we travel up to New York in the uh, NBA 2K League studio. Uh, if you guys are ever around in New York, you know, we can get your tickets to a game. I- I'd love to show you that atmosphere. So, you know, All right. if you're ever there, please hit us up. I'd love to, you know, show you guys the atmosphere because it is a really cool atmosphere. We do have a studio in New York. Uh, I think it's in Long Island City, but these games get really intense between between uh, between the two teams competing for, you know, a video game, so to say. It's a real thing now. Um, 
people are so interested when I tell them, you know, kind of what I do. You know, that it's a real thing. You can make money off of it. I have parents talk to me all the time. And, you know, I, I think it's a huge thing because people love video games. People like competing. For us, you know, competitive video games is very easy for people that digest because it is basketball at the end of the day. Yeah. Oh, well, let me ask you this. You as the coach, uh, what would be, like, mm-hmm. your day-to-day duties? Like, I know I, I didn't, you know, you think, oh, can you really coach, per se, in terms of video games? Mm-hmm. But clearly you can. What would your day-to-day duties consist of? Yeah, so, uh, you know, we have the luxury of playing longer than, say, an NBA practices because we'll get tired out eventually physically, uh, you know, our guys play usually 8 to 12 hours a day. So, you know, I'll let them come in at 11. You know, we'll have, like, a little warm-up scrimmage against another 2K League team that we're not playing that week, of course. Uh, we'll usually scrimmage for probably about two to three hours. You know, we'll have a break. We'll do some coaching, you know, go over some film, uh, whether it's upcoming film on an opponent, kind of scouting how we did last week. Uh, that's a big component for us. And we usually just do scrimmages all day. So you're just constantly running. We're rotating guys in. We're rotating guys out. We're trying new uh, archetypes is what they're called when you pick a position. You know, you have the five archetypes that you can pick from, so they're different play styles. Um, so there is a little bit of strategy in trying to figure out what the other team's going to do and how they're going to try to run their team and then kind of what you got to do to kind of combat that. Um, but, but every day, you know, in off season now, which is what I'm in, I've been talking to a lot of the uh, Wizards basketball operations, the uh, the G League team here in D.C. Um, so so they've been helping me trying to pull anything I can get from them, you know, whether it's plays or, you know, coaching tips. Uh, so just having a lot of meetings with those guys and really soaking up all the information they can provide to me. Well, let me ask this, and Tim, I'll throw it back to you after this. One problem that I've run into with is officiating on the NBA games Be- because there's times when like there was a rule on one of the old 2K games. I don't know if this has been fixed. Uh, it was called like three seconds back to the basket was a call mm-hmm. or there would be fouls called or, or things like that when maybe they shouldn't be or like they're, Sometimes, you know, I mean, again, it's a computer, so it's not going to be perfect. Yeah. There will be, there could be a glitch. How do you handle that as a professional gaming league where sometimes, you know, your your bon- your money depends on this video game? What happens then if you get screwed on a call? Would it be the same as, like, the yeah. regular NBA? Uh, hey, I mean, uh, you know, my dad, the ref, I come from the area where a lot of NBA refs, you know, grew up in. I have the utmost respect for them, but uh, yeah, like you said, it is a computer kind of generating uh, some of the calls, you know, if you're driving the paint, get hit or whatnot. Um, but we're lucky we we do have uh, game admins there. You know, they review everything if something needs to happen. Um, they actually can give out technicals. Pretty surprising, you know, if a player starts, you know, cursing at another team or whatever, you know, they have to keep it respectful. Um, but, yeah, there are game admins there just to make sure that anything isn't, like, you know, glitching or going crazy with the game at the time. So they can stop it if they need to. Okay. Tim, more questions. So that took care of my question about whether you could trash talk or not. <laughs> trash talk <laughs> Count me out. That was my always... in our game. 
That is what I always did. I always cuss. It's not unlike the real league, then. You know, there's a, a line, then you can't cross it. No, they yeah, there's a line. I mean, obviously, no personal stuff. They actually, you know, they do like the trash talking. It is a cool aspect that we have, um, you know, and you kind of see the momentum swing at times. So, uh, you know, some guys do get kind of what we call shook on the stage, you know, if the team's talking to them too much, but... That's that's what I said. It's one of those things you have to be there in the atmosphere to experience. So we got to get back right. to the game. Okay, so let's go back to um, the, any advertising in this thing, or does the league and the and the game people cough up for everything? Yep. So we have uh, well, there's league partners and we have partners as well. Uh, we're sponsored by Bud Light. We're sponsored by the grocery store mm-hmm. giant, um, Flydos, their company here in D.C. Um, the league's actually sponsored by Bud Light as well. Snickers, I think. Uh, Alienware, which makes the computers. Good um, lord! So yeah, there are, there are, yeah, there are league sponsorships, and that's not even uh, all of them. I can't even think of them. But uh, so, yeah, uh, there's, there's a lot of people who want to be. Interested. What about your? Are you allowed to have something individually for your own team? Yep, yep. So we are sponsored by, like I said, Bud Light, uh, Giant. Um, and we get groceries from Giant delivered every week during the season. We actually have a Bud Light fridge in our studio. Now, that stays locked, of course. You have to be 21 or older, and after five, drink it. Uh, but we also do uh, – <laughs> we also we also have our own Bud Light shows that we put on on uh, Twitch.tv. Um, okay. You know, that's so where you can watch us. Let's get to the brass tacks here. What 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 is, what is required for somebody to drop the words "wide men can't jump" during this event? <laughs> well, that's the great thing. Is, that's the great thing about esports. You don't have to be six eight. You know, making the NBA, you, know, you can be a five eight guy, not athletic at all, and, and make our league. So anyone, it's open to anyone, really. Wow. That's that's amazing that this has really blown I, I up have, and be- Yeah, I have to admit I'm I'm somewhat like not shocked, but like I was aware of e gaming, but I didn't realize it had jumped into the sports area and with numbers I mean you're talking about like making a living, not just something oh, yeah. on we you know, for fun or weekends or whatever. I mean that's a and it sounds like it's, you know, I guess it's fun, but it's a job, right? It's not. Uh, it's not for. Uh, We're still somebody competing who, for that championship. Yeah, it's not. It's not something yeah. for somebody who just wants to fool around. This is pretty serious. Yeah. As a as okay. a former two K player myself, I don't really get to play much anymore. Um, do most players choose the behind the player view or the side camera view when they're playing, or do they have the option to pick? Uh, behind the player, so it's like you you know you see the court vertical instead of from the side, okay. like um, you know an NBA game. See, I always played from the side view. I don't know why, but that was always my preferred view. Okay, um, who who is the man in the in the E League? There must be somebody who is the the number one dog. Who is it? Like the best? Um, you know, I'd probably say the Timberwolves right now. They just won the championship in August, so uh, bear to beat. <laughs> so the exact point opposite guard. of real life. Yeah, how yeah. ironic is that? <laughs> the T Wolves won. Yeah, it was their I'm first a year. They were expansion team. <laughs> I'm a T Wolves fan, so that may be the only title we ever win is in esports. <laughs> that's insane. You have to start watching them. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. Yeah, that's funny. all right. Uh, so when when do you start up again? 
so we actually uh, we're in off season now. You know, we get to retain some of our players in the off season, so we retain two of our guys, uh, Dave Fry and Reese, uh, a shooting guard and a, you know a big man. Um, and we actually have the number one pick coming up. So we have a draft coming up in February. We got the number one overall pick. Um, and then we start probably March to August will be our season. Do you guys do like a lottery or do mm-hmm. you do the, like, you know, whoever finishes with the mm-hmm. lowest record or, or how does the draft setup work? Yeah. So luckily we get the pull from the NBA. So we do the exact same lottery, the NBA. Now we have the, I think, seventh or eighth best odds. Um, so we had like a 7% chance, and then somehow we jumped up to number one. So I'm not going to complain about that. You didn't nice, tank? Nice. No. We did not <laughs> tank. No, we were, seven, we were seven and nine. Our, <laughs> I know tanking here. I would like to keep my job. <laughs> I'm not going to well, pull man, a Sam Hinkie, guys. <laughs> man, management, might have, management might have told you to tank. Yeah, to, do no. it, to do it carefully. I think it was, yeah, I think it was good karma that we didn't uh, at the end. So we finished seven and nine. Uh, we were like two games out of playoffs, unfortunately. Okay, so you didn't pull a Knicks. No, no. Well, let me ask this. Let's say, God forbid, <laughs> um, you were let go. Would another mm-hmm. gaming or another E team maybe be on the phone and be like, hey, you know, you had a good run in Washington. We want to see what you can do here and then bring you and move you and have you be the coach, kind of like you would with the NBA. Yeah, I mean, I can definitely see that. There's some open jobs right now. Now, you know, I don't want to leave GT because these guys here have been so kind to me. Uh, but, yeah, I, I would assume that's probably what would happen. Knock on wood that I, I don't ever want to leave. So. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, do you yeah. foresee a time possibly mm-hmm. if this thing continues to grow? that uh, you have more staff, like not unlike yeah. a real team? Yeah, so we, we have two other um, two other guys, Andrew and Jordan, that are they work in our department, which the department is eSports. I, I primarily handle all the player operations, so, you know, the trading, drafting, all that good stuff. They kind of handle the business. Um, so I could see, a, you know, not a full coaching staff, but maybe like a head coach and assistant, maybe a couple scouts here and there. What about uh, maybe down the line. What about uh, somebody in the uh, which is a big thing in the real world, uh, real world, the uh, on court basketball. I don't say real world because gaming is part of the real world. Uh, yeah. Like a like a nutritionist or a psychiatrist or a psychologist or a sport a sports psychologist. Yep. So that's a great question. We've actually had a sports psychologist the past two years, uh, Doctor Lou Lyons, great guy. He just retired, unfortunately. Uh, we have a team doctor, Dr. Moore. She is actually the uh, WNBA doctor here uh, in D.C. for the Mystics. So, luckily, we didn't have any issues, you know, medical-wise. But you can imagine the only medical issues you probably have for gaming are, are with your hands, forearms, um, you know, fingers, things like that. Well, I always figured it would be, like, the weight. <laughs> yeah. Because I would be <laughs> – I'm going to assume you don't have time to like uh, drink a Coke and eat some Cheetos while you're <laughs> like I would. No, no, it's surprising. Like most, I, that's like the you know everyone thinks that like it's people in their basements and they're overweight. But a lot of our guys were former high school athletes. You know, we had a guy last past two years. Um, Gilly was his name. Isaac Gilton. Uh He was a high school basketball player in Oklahoma. He was going to play ball at um, Oklahoma, and he tore his ACL. 
So that kind of ended his oh, career. Damn. Picked up gaming, and you know, obviously was good enough to make the league. So it, it is yeah. surprising a lot of these guys are former basketball players that maybe had an injury or something happened. Huh. Okay, I got well, one I mean, more they know the game. They know the game, yeah. so it kind of makes sense. I got one quickie, and then Nate, you can take it home. Um, okay. Has a real has a real fight ever broken out during a game? I'm sorry, like cut it, out there. What was that? Have you ever had a re- real fisticuffs when, uh, let's say, <laughs> you're all in the same place and you're playing somebody? Mm-hmm. Has it ever spilled out of the uh, computer world and into the real world? Uh, there was not not for us, but there there was a little tussle. It wasn't anything crazy. Yeah, it was just a push, and that was about it. Security yeah. came in uh, uh, between okay. two teams last year. <laughs> Because well, I, I hope have we don't heard, have any malice at the palace. Like, oh, I, oh damn. Yeah, I have, I have heard of it happening in, like, League of Legends mm-hmm. and places like that where they're yeah. all in the same building for, like, a tournament or something. Mm-hmm. Somebody loses and mm-hmm. feelings get hurt and yeah. egos get, no egos get bruised. Yeah. Yeah, 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 egos yeah, get bruised. Especially when it's highly competitive. Well, if there's money involved, I, I tell you what, things can get passionate yeah. pretty darn quick. Yep. Um. One thing I want to ask: Do you have? Is there like, what's the requirements to be a part of the league? Do you have to be like, do you have to graduate from high school, or you have to be eighteen or older? Like, what what would be the requirements? Maybe you answered that earlier. I must have missed it though. Yeah, no. Um, for requirements, you just have to you know go through that qualifying process, the um, qualifiers, and then the combine, and of course you have to be like one of the best um, that they pick from, um, but. You know, you just have to be 18 or older, graduated high school, you know, the year you would have graduated. Um, esports athletes don't, I don't want to say they don't last long, but it, it, there have been studies that, you know, your reaction time becomes a little slower as you get older. Um, so usually 18, I think the 26 is probably your prime, so to say. So oh, that can so be you, different for guys, but. Are you trying to say there's no room for a 51-year-old <laughs> sixth man here? I'm not saying. You could be the first. You could be the first. <laughs> oh, God, I couldn't. I couldn't keep up. I'd be looking at the controller going, "Now, what am I pushing again?" <laughs> Which button to shoot? Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's great. Well, Patrick, we really appreciate you jumping on here and taking us through the world of uh, of esports. And this is an interesting look here at basketball through a different set of eyes, and I find it incredibly fascinating. Oh, I can- and, and I demand Close updates to, once this, once the season starts. We yeah we, yeah we'll, we'd yeah, love to have gonna, you back we'll, when the season yeah, starts. Yeah, we'll follow we'll follow the league and uh, we'll get involved somehow. I don't know how we can get yeah. involved, but we'll get we'll give it a go. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, the league's always looking for more people to get involved, and you know that's one of the things that I love to do is you know bring this to more people. If you love basketball, you know it's just another avenue for for kids. So is, or, it, you know, is it all American based hmm? right now? So actually. Um, we're having two tournaments hosted in Europe and Asia this year for the draft combine. Um, now we did have some international players in season two and one. So if you're an overseas person who loves 2K, there is a chance that you could be drafted. No, no Toronto franchise. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, they do have a Raptors franchise. Uh, okay, good. Now I feel slightly better. Being a, being, a actually, Canadian, being a Canadian and yep. all, I feel better about that. There you go. So there's your team. And we do have one uh, team that just joined us, Gen G. They are a traditional esports, you know, company. They deal with, like, League of Legends and those other games. But 
the first non-NBA team is going to be participating in this upcoming season. Nice. Mm-hmm. Sounds like well, you full, sir. Yeah, really. <laughs> we do. So like you're, you're busier than we are, and that's saying something. But, <laughs> but Patrick, thank you so much again for jumping on here and talking with us and, again, taking us through the, the world of esports. And uh, let our listeners know where they can keep up with you and the, the esports community and follow your team and all that. Sure. So you can follow me on Twitter. It's at the PCross11, at T-A-G-P-C-R-O-S-S. One one, uh, that's my Twitter. You know, I tweet about the team all the time. Uh, our team is Wizards District Gaming. Their Twitter is at Wizards DG. Uh, so please follow us on there, and you know, we'll give updates whenever we can. Awesome. Thanks again, man. Really appreciate you jumping on here, pretty, talking with us, and uh, yeah, pretty, we will cool. definitely have you back pretty, soon. Pretty cool. Stuff, Anytime, yeah. guys. Anytime. I'm guys. I, and like I said, you know, come to New York if you ever get a chance. We'll get you some well, tickets. See, I was going to suggest that we sponsor you, but I'm thinking it probably should be the other way around. And we sponsor you, yeah. There you go. <laughs> That's kind of how I'm looking at it, sir. Uh, we got we got the Bud Light deal, so let me know when you're ready. Oh, hey, wow. anytime. You Nate, let us know. We're Nate, ready. Handle, handle that, Nate. Always, always. Should be a message, Patrick. We'll make it work. But uh, I will. I appreciate it, guys. All right. Have thanks one, again, man. man. Thanks a lot. Yep. Take care. Well, there you go. That was Patrick Crisson from the eSports world of NBA 2K. Not not our normal route here on the show, but I think that was incredibly interesting stuff. Man, I mean, you know what? Good good for them guys, A. Can't be bad for the sport. There's just no way. And making the coin on top of it all. Like you Oh, got, absolutely. I mean, man, can you imagine? Like, I can't, I can't because when I was 18, there was no, no such thing. Um yeah, I know the feeling. But, I, I mean, there's a lot of people that love gaming just as a recreational activity. But, boy, if somebody would have told me, I mean, I don't even know what the equivalent would have been for me. Well, you were you were really good at Mario Brothers, Tim, when you were 18. Uh, you can go make forty grand a year playing Mario Brothers. I mean, I'm a, I'm, I might have practiced a lot more. Let's just put it yeah. that way. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty uh, crazy. That's, that is pretty cool. Yeah, I'm I'm impressed. Yeah, it's good stuff, and we'll definitely bring Patrick back closer to the esports season because uh, you know it's going to be getting closer. But um, you know, speaking of other ways to make money online, why don't we visit our good friends at Strip Cam Fun, one of the best sponsors we've had. They're our longest sponsor, the group of Strip Cam Fun. Let's see what we have to offer from Strip Cam Fun. Are you tired of the same old average everyday lifestyle and the same old job that has you making less money than what you know you're worth? Well, you should head on over to StripCamFun.com. On StripCamFun, there are tons of eligible men and women waiting to perform for you, and you can join in on the fun yourself. Just head on over at StripCamFun.com where you can strip on cam and have some fun. If you get there right now, you'll get to see some of the most beautiful women, men, and whatever else your heart desires. And you can take advantage of the good times being had on StripCamFun.com. Make sure you get there right now and let them know that Wide Men Can't Jump brought you over. Because StripCamFun.com is not just for everyone. Must be 18 years of older to join in on the good times. Strip Cam Fun. Be sure to visit right now at stripcamfun.com where you can strip on camp and have some fun. Again, thanks to our great sponsors at Strip Cam Fun. 
com. All right, Tim, let's go ahead and dive into the NBA. Oh, oh wait, before we do, actually before we do, I, I did want to bring up something to do. Uh, we had posted online a few weeks ago, our great friend of the show, Bobby Blake, had two books that he had sent to us, and we promised Bobby we would give those away. We posted online, and if you like those, or retweeted them, we gave you an opportunity to win those books. And we put everyone's name into a hat earlier today, and we drew out two names at random. They will win a free copy of the Bobby Blaze book, Pin Me, Pay Me, Have Boots, Will Travel. Your two winners are Jared Taylor and Christopher Smoot. Congratulations, gentlemen. I will message you offline, and you two have won a copy of the Bobby Blaze Bell to Bell uh, sponsored. It's for the Bell to Bell podcast with Bobby Blaze. You've won a copy of Pin Me, Pay Me, Half Boots, Will Travel, autographed by Bobby Blaze. Shipping and handling may apply. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, now let's go ahead and dive into it, Tim. A little NBA news. Let's take a look at what's going on in the league. Uh, DeAndre Ayton, to kick it off, suspended 25 games for a positive test of a banned substance. The second he, year done man. Been, he done been Ayton some things he shouldn't have been. Oh, dear Jesus. <laughs> Uh, but yes, DeAndre Ayton, 25 games, game suspension. That could what, end up hurting the Phoenix what was Suns. His ex- what was his excuse? Uh, they always got one, so what was it? Um, I honestly um, – It appeared in here. my what, – what have I heard so far? Uh, uh, According to this, um, unintentional mistake. Unfortunately, I put something in my body that I was completely unaware of. I do understand right. the unfortunate impact uh, to so many others. I'm deeply sorry. So I'm supposed to believe that this guy took, as a professional athlete, who knows he could get into trouble. I took this supplement, but I don't really know what's in it, but who cares? I'll just take it. Or whatever it was that he put into his body that he didn't know what it was. Uh, you gotta know when you're a pro athlete. You have to know. And if if yeah, you don't, I mean, you're, and your pe- and your if you don't know, and your people steered you wrong, then I expect to hear that your advisor or nutritionist or doctor, whoever he was, was just fired. Because that that can't happen. Yeah, you can't have that. That's something in the NBA. You cannot have that. This is you're in the big time. I mean, you got to know what's going in your body. You can't just say, oh, well, whatever. No, can't have I mean, that. that, he got, what, 40 games or 20? 25. 25 games. So, what, a, a third of the season? Roughly? Yeah, basically. Okay. Roughly. How much How much money does this man make? Uh, one second. I'll find out. Because he just coughed up a third of his salary. That's an mm. awful expensive mistake, even if he's not making much money. Being NBA t- terminology, of course. Well, he could have used him the other night, that's for sure. Um, let me let me find it here. Here's the payroll. DeAndre Ayton this season will be making nine million dollars, nine point oh. five million dollars. Oh man, that's a three million dollar hit. Oh, the pain. 
But yes. For a little bit of the And that's on his rookie that's on his rookie deal. Oh. Oh man. Like just no reason. Just utter just nonsense. I don't know what else to yeah. say. Yeah, I mean that's just something that uh you can't have if you're in the NBA. But see some other things. There's been a lot of rifts lately. Uh a lot of people talk about the Golden State Warriors, man. Like and we were we were a little worried this may happen coming out, and it seems like it has. Um, the Warriors right now, of course, what we three three games in, the Warriors are sitting at eleventh in the West. They're one and two. They did pick up a win recently. They had started the season zero and two. They lost to the Thunder and the Clippers but beat the Pelicans the other uh, last night, or excuse me, Monday night, and they play the Suns tonight on Wednesday. It was, though, Nate. They didn't just lose. They got hammered. They did. And, you know, and and a lot of people are posting online, and and there's a lot of rumor going around, and and you see it here. Remember a few years ago, you saw Luke Walton. Everybody talked about how good of a coach Luke Walton was. He goes to the Lakers, doesn't work out. Then you go to the Lakers, or then he leaves the Lakers now and he's in Sacramento. Sacramento's kind of having a slow start. Steve Kerr loses Kevin Durant. Clay Thompson's done from pretty much the year that was announced. We'll talk a little more about that here in a few minutes. But are these are, are these becoming issues here where we think – or I never really said. I always said I wanted to see how good Steve Kerr was when he didn't have a team full of all-stars. Now we have that. And, yeah, well, granted, it's early. But we have to wait and see what happens. But are these guys still going to be considered great coaches when they only have one, two all-stars instead of three? One, one, one would argue that there's a big difference between uh, coaching a team of decent players to becoming a great team and coaching great players to a winning, like a championship team. It's a different set of skills, I think. It's not that Steve Kerr doesn't know lots about basketball, because I'm sure he does. But coaching Golden State was more about managing personalities and time on the court and these kinds of things. He didn't have to draw up too many plays for those guys, I don't think. I mean, he probably did, but I mean, mean, he didn't need to explain to them, okay, well, this is what we're going to do. you know, Steph, you, you, you kind of shoot that ball behind that line. You shoot it fairly well. So I think we'll pass it to you. Like that wasn't going on. Whereas, you know, now he's got to do some coaching coaching. And he's got a player, one of his better players is PO'd at the universe again. Uh, I read somewhere where Draymond Green was saying that they, it, it sucked that the team was so bad. I mean, and it's three games and he's already whining. In typical Draymond Green fashion. I mean, but, what did you expect? He he whined when they won nine games or lost nine games. I mean, I mean, but but it, yeah, okay. But now they don't have the fallback that they had in previous seasons. They got. Uh, I think they've got problems there. I mean, they're not total garbage, but their days of uh, winning the championships are definitely uh, over. Well, I mean, they get when they get Clay Thompson back, whether it be later this year or next year, you'll see a better team, I'm sure. But they've never had to play Steph and Clay without being able to play together in a long time, if that makes any sense. Like, 
they're used to throwing the ball to somebody and it and it okay, here's the ball. You know, I'm double teamed, I find this guy, boom, money, all right, back down the court. They've never had to worry too much about anything like that. They've been able to do that. Now you got guys yeah. who are having to take shots who maybe aren't finishing. Guys are yeah. you know, or can't yeah, make yeah. wide open shots. I mean, that could turn into an issue. I mean, their adversity in past seasons was whether they were going to get to the final or not. Now it's yeah. going to be whether they can get into the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's a, well, it's a different uh, different way of approaching the game. I mean, they, they used to go in the favorites pretty much. Uh, everybody was scared to play them. Um, and now you're not going to see so much of that. Teams are going to uh, be able to do things against them that they couldn't do in previous seasons because of personnel. Yeah. I mean, it's a different look team. Everything's new with this team. And it's all dynasties must fall. Nate Bush. Yeah. Eventually they must. Yeah. Eventually they must. That's true. They had a spectacular run. They were one of the greatest teams assembled, to be honest, right up there with any of the, any of them you care to talk about. Yeah, I think their their time in the sun is done, and they'll just be okay from now on. Well, we'll have to wait and see. I mean, again, but I I knew once contracts started coming into play, egos got in the way. Uh, this would happen. You think back to the Draymond Green Kevin Durant argument we saw on the court last season. That kind of was the beginning of the end, I think, for that team. Do you remember that? It can't help when. I mean, I'm sure that it happens all the time. It just never gets public. And it shouldn't happen in public. It shouldn't. Yeah, but Draymond, of course, well, Kevin Durant not far behind either, mind you. He's hardly a saint um, as far as that kind of stuff goes anyway. Uh, you, there's a, there's a, a situation where management has got to deal with them things better than what they did. Because yeah, they were super, you're right. They were super... They were superstar players, and it kind of got—I don't know what the proper words are, but you know what I'm saying. It, it didn't get, yeah, it got didn't get where, where somebody should have, you know, a statement should have been made that that's this is uh, from now on, this kind of stuff is never happening again. Everything behind closed doors, blah 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 blah, and that didn't happen. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's really turned into a, kind of a cluster. But uh, anyway, a cluster, let's move on. Say. What is it? A clooster, you say. A clooster, I do. A <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Let's look at the Portland Trailblazers. They lose Zach Collins. Uh, he will be out for a while, I believe. He dislocated his left shoulder on Monday uh, in a win over the Dallas Mavericks. But now we don't know how long Collins will be out, uh, and that – could end up becoming a major issue for the Trailblazers as Collins. I know he was my perennial uh, guy I like to give a lot of crap to. Um, I know. I know. Everybody's saying, now, Nate. Um, I was going to say, do you consider this a good thing or a bad thing, Nate? <laughs> honestly, from what I've seen from him this year so far, I'll give credit where credit is due. He's not looked too bad. Okay? Now, granted, they're 2-2. Two and two, Um but he's not looked as bad. On the season, he is only averaging nine points per game, 
four rebounds, two assists, uh, had 10 points in the game at Dallas. Um, he, he's still just a bench player to me. I just can't believe that they, they went 10th with this guy. I, I don't know. But he's got to me, he's gotten better. He has gotten better. I can't say he hasn't because he has. He's gotten better. But uh, I don't see him becoming a perennial starter or superstar or anything anytime soon. But he will be out now with a dislocated right shoulder. And that will – they're not very deep at the four and five position in Portland anymore, especially with the yeah. trade of Myers Leonard and the injury of Yusuf Nurkic. So, Yusuf Nurkic. Sounds like a, yes. a product that – sounds like a product that Nurk would make. <laughs> You know you're not wrong, honestly. <laughs> but, okay. I mean, no, no, no offense to Irsef Nurkic, but no, of course not. It no. Sounds like you know one of them names. Don't love it. The Clippers have exercised an option on Landry Shamet for the 2020-2021 season. They will exercise a player option or a team option on him, and that's a smart move by them because he has played great. In the games I've seen him, uh, he's a defensive. He's a great defensive player. He does well on offenses. He's just a good, solid piece. And that was a piece that Philly traded over when they brought Tobias Harris in. And uh, that was a piece that we talked about here uh, with Landry Shamit that Philly needed to hold on to. But unfortunately, they didn't. And he's really turning into a nice guard, uh, at least in my opinion. All right, Javon Carter got some starting time. In Phoenix the other night, and a lot of people are like, oh, God, here goes Nate talking about his boy, Javon Carter. Well, you know what? You're damn right. I am going to go on about Javon Carter didn't, uh, because that, didn't he that hit, kid has uh, earned it, man. Didn't he hit a home uh, game-winning home run against the uh, Phillies in the World Series? If you're making baseball jokes, dude, that is going to be lost oh, wait, on man. me. I would be Joe Carter, mate. Anyway. I don't know who that is. <laughs> you don't know who Joe Carter is? No, Tim, I don't oh, like baseball. Oh well, just because okay. Well, I, I don't like politics either, and we know you know who the president is. Yeah, but I don't know who well. Joe Carter is. <sighs> never oh, heard man. of him. You've <laughs> never heard of Joe? Really? No. You're not just joking. Oh, no. Well, I mean that's that's a part of American history. Uh, he had a home run in the World Series to give the Toronto Blue Jays their first first ever World Series won by a team not based in the United States. I mean that's. Oh, that's kid. him. That's the guy. Yeah. I didn't know his Joe name. Carter. I know who he is. Oh. I didn't know his name was Joe, Joe Carter. Joe Carter. Okay. Didn't know yeah. that was his name. Well, I know you're well, talking sorry, about sorry. now. Sorry for interrupting this basketball show with baseball trivia, but. <laughs> because the announcer said, touch them all, Joe. You'll never hit a bigger one in your life. Okay. There you go. Okay. Yeah, okay. Ta-da. I didn't know that was Joe uh, Carter, hey. though. Okay. Didn't Joke know that was lost. Joe Carter. Chalk that up. No more baseball jokes for Nate. <laughs> Baseball is the joke. All right, but anyway, Javon Carter was able to come in and play a few minutes uh, the other night. He started. Actually had 30-some minutes with the Suns the other night. And you know what? That dude is a defensive nightmare. People watch him. He does not stop on defense. And I'm glad he's finally getting his chance. Mm -hmm. What do you think? Yeah, no, I agree. Um, It's I find, I mean, now again, I don't watch a lot of games, although we're watching more these days. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems seems to me that that is a part of the game that is overlooked by a lot of the quote-unquote stars. Because, um, of course, everything is about 
getting them points, right? Yeah. Uh, defense, uh, you know, it still wins titles, baby. Still wins yeah, titles. Yeah, it does. It does and mean. I, think, I, I, can't I, think, I also think it's probably – I might be wrong on this one, but I'm going to go with it anyway. I think it's kind of a skill, uh, not unlike in my sport of hockey, mm-hmm. where guys who are a little bit challenged in other areas can learn how to play defense. That yeah, you be, mean you can. That can be more taught than – not that you can't teach a guy how to shoot, but that, that some of that is there's an innate ability in there somewhere that isn't necessarily – used on defense where you, you can learn the basics and, you know, you can become a good defender if you weren't one. Not too many guys come into the NBA who couldn't score in college and become great scorers. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. But congrats to Javon Carter. If you're listening, we still support you on Wide Men Can't Jump. And speaking of support, Head over to Tommy Comics Collectibles LLC. They have some of the best stuff for sale right now on the internet. They are releasing some more movie posters. House of the on the Haunted Hill is available. Thirteen Ghosts. That movie poster is available. Uh, this one is already sold. Unfortunately, if it wasn't, I know people would be all over this. Uh, Dracula Dead and loving it, but it is already sold. <laughs> what a flick! Oh, fantastic movie. Uh, Tarzan. The animated Disney cartoon, The Prince and the Popper, is available. And they also have this, uh, this thing's nuts. I don't know if you saw this. I shared it on my personal Facebook. The fully licensed Universal Monster Gravewalker creature from the Black Lagoon that hangs on the wall. Um, it's insane. You should see the size of this thing. It's huge. I mean, these things sound like the kind of things guys who e-game would want to buy. Yeah, but it's like it's just insane, and they're selling it for eighty dollars now. It's only through Halloween on November first. It goes back to ninety dollars, but right now, if you buy it, it's eighty dollars. And I don't, I don't recommend you sleeping on this this monster from the Black Lagoon. This thing is monstrous, and it's really, really cool to have on the wall. So I recommend it to everybody. Go check them out. Atomic Comics and Collectibles LLC on Facebook. Let's hear some more from our good friends over at Atomic Comics and Collectibles LLC. If you're into comic books and collectibles, then you are going to want to check out Atomic Comics and Collectibles LLC. They buy and sell comic books, action figures, pop funkos, vintage video game systems, vinyl records, and other collectibles. Retro and vintage collectibles are their specialty. They have fair and competitive pricing on all their items. Their prices will make you say, Oh my God! Currently, they run on Facebook, and they're in the process of getting their own storefront in Logan, West Virginia. Give their Facebook page a like and keep updated on new merchandise and announcements for Comic-Cons and store opening in your area. They do ship, but only within the United States at this time. Atomic Comics and Collectibles, LLC, where yesterday's memories are today's future. If you are looking for anything comic book or collectible-wise, you are going to want to do one thing. Assemble. And head over to Atomic Comics and Collectibles, LLC. Check out their Facebook page, Atomic Comics and Collectibles, LLC. 
And make sure you check them out again. That's Atomic Comics and Collectibles, LLC. They're on Facebook, Atomic Comics and Collectibles, LLC. Tim, have you checked out that monster from the Black Lagoon? I, I checked you... out all that stuff. I kept seeing your page. and it's, What's this now? Oh, awesome poster. What's this now? Oh, another awesome poster. These guys are incredible. What merchandise. Yes, they really are, and they get all kinds of great stuff. Speaking of great stuff, we want to invite you guys to check out mybookie.ag. Head on over. It's the favorite time of year. Sweater weather, leaves on the ground, threes from downtown. Yeah, you heard me, shooting the threes. And you know what? If you like to gamble, there's no better time of year. Pro and college ball tipping off. No better way to fill a part of the action than to have a stake in the game at mybookie.ag. If you're the kind of person who likes to take a little bit to win, try to win a lot, parlay. For instance, you like a couple of big favorites this week, parlays are the perfect way because they let you bet on multiple games together for a much bigger payout. Either way, if you're going to bet this season, do the smart thing. Go to mybookie.ag because no one gives you more chances to win. NCAA tournaments back in action. Make sure you use your knowledge and do have what it takes to go to mybookie.ag and they'll make it easy for you to play and get paid. If you want to support your team, don't sit on the sidelines. Get in the game with MyBookie. If you join right now, MyBookie will double your deposit. Just use promo code WIDE, W-I-D-E, to activate the offer. Promo code WIDE to double your cash over at MyBookie. Tim, you and I are diving in soon to put a couple bets down for ourselves at MyBookie. Are we correct in that? Probably this weekend. Yeah, I would imagine this this Sunday is probably going to be the day. Uh, I'll have to sit down and... uh scour the lines as it were on at my mm-hmm. of course because where else we're going to have my booking matches and we're going to use promo code wide to get them to yeah, match right it's free are. money it's free money you put fifty dollars down in your account and you use that promo code my bookie gives you fifty dollars extra to play with you get a hundred dollars for the price of 50 you can't beat that and when we're done they're going to rename the site wideman.ag because we're going to own hockey we are, <laughs> don't get caught. We are, are going to own them. We're going to take Tom Robinson's picks and vote the opposite. <laughs> he only picks the Eagles these days. But anyway, my bookie is the perfect site for you to go to, and you can even laugh at some of our picks if you want. I've known some people. They've been playing with my bookie for a while. I have a friend who just hit a parlay the other night with my bookie. He actually won fourteen hundred dollars on a parlay. You heard me right, $1,400 on a $26 bet. He cashed out. He made It was easy for him to get paid. He cashed out with 1000 and he played with, the, with uh, I think he had an extra 400 in there he played with for a while. So he cashed out. He made money. You can, too. Go to mybookie.ag, use promo code WIDE, and get in there and don't miss out. This is your chance to go make some real money real quick. Head on over. It's mybookie.ag. At MyBookie, you know what they say, Tim. You visit MyBookie.ag today, you play, you win, you get paid. We oh, all like to get paid. How, and how sweet it is, and if nothing else, one more, just a small reminder. Don't bet the mortgage. Don't bet money you can't afford to lose. But have a good time, man. Because it is, is a good time. I have to admit, uh, even just picking the, who's going to win makes the games that much more exciting. And mm-hmm. if you've got a few bucks, you got a few bucks, even if it's $5 or $10 on a game. Let me tell you, you can watch that whole thing, especially if your bet it looks like it's you know, going to come in. Then you're really going to watch that whole game. Much more excitement. 
to the games. Yeah, I mean, me. it's looking, it makes it fun. And then, of course, if you don't want to just if you don't want to bet against the spread, because let's be honest here, the spread is very difficult, difficult. sometimes. It's difficult. You can bet the money line. It doesn't pay as well, but if you think you can just pick who's going to win the game, go play the money line. You know, if you see, like tonight, let's take a look at the NBA uh, as we record tonight. For example, the NBA tonight. The game's on, the Hawks and the Heat, the Mavericks and the Nuggets, and the Grizzlies and the Lakers. If you don't think the Lakers are going to cover the spread and you think they're going to win, though, take the Lakers. Take them. Just pick the Lakers and you get the regular payout on the money line. Let's see here. Let me let me uh, do this quick, Nate. Keep talking. I'll, I, I want to see if, if you were to make your three picks tonight. Three picks to tonight. Sport, let's go to the sports book. Let's say you wanted to put where's the NBA? Uh, everything nicely laid out on. Uh, oh yeah, on my they make it so course. easy. Um. All right. Let's okay. We we're we're too late for the uh, first game because it's already started. Yeah. Uh, who do you like? Who, if, you, if you were just putting your money down, Mavericks or the Lakers? Nuggets. Oh, Mavericks or Nuggets? Uh, and this is not against the spread? Right. Just the money line? line? Okay. Um, I like the Nuggets. All right. So you want to take the Nuggets and the Lakers? The Lakers. I'll take the Lakers and on the money line. If you wanted to put, let's say you put $10 on each one. Okay. $20, ball, and, $20 bet. And you make that bet. Well, boy, see, there, this is the difference between the money line and, and the spread. Um, you're only going to win five bucks if both those bets come in because the Lakers are uh, minus uh, 815 <laughs> to beat Memphis. Uh, let's trade. Let's change that to if you went with the. I mean, spread. still winning five bucks is better than losing, right? Well, especially if you think that that's definitely coming, uh, you know, that that's a no-brainer bet. Those are the safer bets. They don't pay as big, but that's why they're the safer bets. Uh, let's see here. Okay, so. Why, oh, I have to clear. They have a little thing on the side, uh, on the right-hand side of your screen, where you can... Uh, you can see what you're going to do before mm-hmm. you before you do it. Uh, yeah. I got to clear it out because once you make one, then you have to make sure you go back and clear that original bet. Yeah. So, so the team's kind of giving you a little bit of a an exhibition here and what to do. Well, Tim, let's go ahead and uh, let, we need to move on here before we spend too much time. Okay, make sure you check on. out my bookie. All right. Make sure you check out mybookie.ag. Use promo code WIDE. They'll they'll match your offer. All right, but ladies and gentlemen, moving on. Joining us now covers the Pacers. He's the host of the Setting the Pace podcast, NBA man himself, Alex Golden. Alex, thanks again for joining us here on Wide Men Can't Jump. Absolutely, guys. Good to be back with you. Always good to have you on, my man. And uh, we're going to talk some NBA with you. We're going to talk to Pacers. I know Disappointing start to the season for the Pacers so far. I know I had them ranked higher in my finished um, mock draft. I think I had them in the top four. I think I had them fourth. They got out of the blocks a little slow so far this season. Um, they're starting the season now in the standings. They're 0-3. But what do you think about this Pacers team so far 
coming out of the gates. What do you like about them? What do you not like about them so far? Oh, yeah. So this is a loaded question here, but I'm going to try to keep it just very simple. I mean, there's a couple of things I've liked. I've really liked Malcolm Brogdon. I think he's been exactly what the Pacers hoped for. Um, I've been a fan of what Miles Turner and Domas Sabonis have done. I know that it's been a little clunky at times on the offensive end and defensively. They're still trying to figure it out, but I do like some of the things that they've brought to the table. Uh, they've done terrible uh, with their bench scoring. Their, their bench production is absolutely dreadful. They're a minus 80 compared to their uh, opponent's bench scoring, so they've been outscored by 80 points in three games on the bench. So that's just something that cannot happen. They're the worst rebounding team in the NBA, and you would expect that to be something they'd be better at with two centers basically playing in the starting lineup. So just a little bit of a mind-boggling statistic there. But, yeah, I mean, honestly, like it's only three games into the season. I'm not going to overreact too much, but this team is going to have to get a little bit better throughout the season, and I think it will happen. You just got to be patient and Getting Jeremy Lamb back will help. He should be back tomorrow night against the Nets. Obviously, no Oladipo hurts this team, but once he's back midseason, I think that you know projecting them like you did in the fourth seed makes a lot of sense because that, that is exactly what they're missing right now. And um, lastly, just the last thing I want to hit on here is the bench rotation from Nate McMillan. Uh, just very head-scratching, uh, playing four guys with Sabonis in that second unit mostly uh, based on his nine-man rotation. And – no shot creators, uh, just a bunch of guys that are good role players, but nobody that can get their own basket. So uh, it's kind of a shocker that he hasn't played Aaron Holiday very much, someone they expected to be the go-to guy off the bench, and then no minutes really for the backup center from uh, Georgia, the country, the guy they drafted this year, Goga Bataze, and a lot of fans expected him to be playing as well. So just kind of it's kind of a head-scratcher what McMillan's doing there with his rotation. But all in all, I mean, they've – been in two of the three games and they had a chance to win both games against Detroit and they didn't. So, you know, it's just early season woes, but hopefully they can right this ship and get back on a winning track. Yeah. And that was something that was brought up um, online. I've seen a lot of it. Nate McMillan, a lot of people not liking his rotations, not liking what he's doing, uh, using more TJ McConnell than Aaron holiday. A lot of people think that if McMillan and the Pacers don't turn it around, you know, of course, Let's not overreact here. This is only three games into the season, but they think if Nate McMillan and these Pacers don't do better this season in what they're what is seen as an Eastern Conference that's a little more wide open, especially once Victor Oladipo's back, that this could be his final season with the Pacers. What do you say to that? I say that that's just Pacer Nation crying for McMillan's firing because <laughs> they don't like his offense, but it's not going to happen. Him and Kevin Pritchard have an excellent relationship. Uh, I know Pacer fans are just begging for a change because McMillan's offense isn't that great. And, you know, defensively, Dan Burke runs the defense here in Indiana. So they just want an offensive-minded coach, and I get it. I mean, this this season's going to have an asterisk on it because Oladipo's not fully healthy. So McMillan is going to get the benefit of the doubt, especially in this organization. He is a yes man. He is Kevin Pritchard's right man. And, you know, this is all just talk from the fan base. It's not going to happen. I uh, don't believe those rumors at all. It would take a, a miracle for McMillan to get fired here in Indiana. One would argue if they, if they were going to fire him, who would they replace him with? Who, who's, who's yeah, so I, I, 
I put that question out on Twitter today because I've been seeing so much talk about, you know, the Pacers, you know, should fire McMillan. I'm like, well, who are you going to bring in? And, you know, a lot of people are saying Mark Jackson, which makes sense because Mark Jackson was a part of the Pacers organization when they were in their heyday. But Mark Jackson's kind of got the, uh, you know, he's on the, you know, the blacklist for NBA owners of whatever happened in Golden State. He's not even beginning job interviews. So it's kind of a head scratcher there as well because, Mark Jackson, you know, did a good job building a foundation there in Golden State, but he was never given a second chance. I mean, I'd be fine if they gave him an interview and whatnot, but I don't really know if he's the answer. The other answer is Dave Yeager. Now, Dave Yeager to me is a great basketball coach, but he, too, has had issues with front offices, and he's lost both of his gigs after having successful seasons. So, honestly, I don't think there's a right answer right now. Um Somebody threw out Jay Wright from Villanova. It's like, okay, like, we're just kind of reaching <laughs> okay. here for, for, yeah, a, for I a mean, college head coach. Yeah. So, you know, everybody would love Brad Stevens to come back to Indiana, but, like, that's not happening. He's in Boston. So, all in all, I mean, it would just have to be uh, just out of left field and somebody at the Nobody's... front office has been recruiting. I don't know. This is this is a hard hard question. There's not a lot of great coaches out there. Yeah, nobody said Larry Bird. I'm surprised, actually. No, I, I think people are kind of over the Larry Bird thing after all the horrible draft picks he's made. So. Oh yeah, I understand. Tim, any uh, more questions for Alex? Well, I would argue that despite the zero and three start, uh, three games lost by a total of twenty-two points, so seven games, uh, seven points a game. I think everybody just needs to chill right out. Uh, some teams, I mean, and with an injury to their best player, I just I don't even understand why anyone is even slightly worried about this at this point. Yeah, I, I think it's just because expectations were so high because of the the names they brought in and how they can fit. But you guys have watched enough basketball to know that it takes time when you put new guys together for that chemistry to develop. You know. Um, one of the main things with this team is they've got four new starters with Miles Turner and and then their bench rotation is all new players as well. So really it's kind of sad because they had so much turnover and they're just trying to get a feel for one another, get a feel for the offense, try to figure out where to be in the offense. And then defensively, you know, their communication has been lacking. I haven't seen much talking on the course. Uh, Would like, would like to see that communication um, be a little bit more vocal, especially with, a new team, but I mean, they're all just pretty quiet guys and sure. they just uh, stick to the, the game plan, but they need to do a better job in my opinion of uh, just gelling with one another. And I think that'll yeah. come with time. One too many TJs, maybe. <laughs> Two too many, probably, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> one, one could make that argument. What do, what do you have to say about the hate that, uh, well, maybe not the hate, but uh, the negativity towards TJ McConnell? Well, I think if it was – if he was our backup point guard, there would be no hate. I think it's because he's playing over Aaron Holiday in the Pacers' front office. I mean, last year they wouldn't trade Aaron Holiday uh, at the trade deadline. There was talks that the Pacers were interested in Mike Conley, but they would not part ways with Aaron Holiday because they believe he's part of their future. Okay, so whatever that means, I mean, that's just rumors. But, I mean, a lot of fans read this and – they're expecting, oh, wow, we got rid of Corey Joseph. This is Aaron Holiday's position to lose. McMillan even said that after the Bulls' preseason game when he did not play due to an illness. 
And then he goes 0 for 6 in seven minutes in the first game against the Pistons in the home opener. And then he's completely in the doghouse and hasn't seen the court since. And McConnell's gotten his minutes. And it's like, well, this guy is 23, 24 years old. He's a young player. You know, he's the only guy that can really create his own shot on the bench right now with Oladipo being out and them having to start Lamb. So why why are you playing McConnell? Like, I won't even shoot a three-point shot. So I think it's more so who he's playing in front of and not necessarily the player. One thing I'm looking at with this Pacers team is the start of the season. They really, you know, they had the Pistons twice. They had the Cavs. They have the Cavs once, and then they'll play the Cavs again here to start November. Um, they have the Nets, and they've got three of the first five on the road. That's not easy. Yeah. I don't care who you're playing. Three of five on the road to start the season's not easy. Now, they'll get the Bulls at home after that, or they'll get the Cavs at home, the Bulls at home. So the first three of four is on the road. Um, yeah. And then they got to travel to Charlotte. I mean, it's just tough as is. And the Pistons are, to me, the Pistons are better than what people are, are giving credit, um, mm-hmm. especially with um, the way Derrick Rose has been playing. My goodness. Um, so I think people are – Again, they're maybe panicking a little early, um, but the Pacers, I think, are going to be fine. It's just a matter of when it clicks, it'll click. Malcolm Brogdon, he'll, I'm sure he'll step it up. He's proven he's he's a solid player. Um, you know, his numbers right now this season, 22 points per game already with four four rebounds. He's averaging almost 11 assists, so you can't complain with that. Then when, assists right now. Yeah, that's you know it's crazy what he's doing, and there's a lot of talent on this roster. Again, it's all about putting it together. But you know, you mentioned T.J. McConnell. We're big fans of McConnell here on this show. We have been since he was in Philly. We like the way he plays. Do you think maybe, just maybe, that because Nate McMillan's so defensive minded, that could be why McConnell's getting holidays minutes? Because like, look, you're not shooting well. You're only good to us when you're shooting well. We're going to give this guy your minutes because he's a dog. He battles. He's a defensive kind of guy, and he frustrates other players. Do you think maybe that's maybe McMillan's mindset in giving McConnell those minutes for now? I think that's got something to do with it, but I also think it has to do with the fact that McMillan just likes playing veterans over young guys. I mean, last year there was, you know, hope that the Pacers might play Sabonis and Turner more together, especially when Oladipo went out trying to experiment with those two guys to see what they have for the future to see if they can play together. And he was pretty adamant about not doing that and only did it sparingly. Uh, Played Thaddeus Young and Bojan Bogdanovic a lot of minutes, and, you know, they're in their 30s. So he's just one of those guys that he doesn't like giving young guys uh, an opportunity as much as he does veterans, because I think he just trusts veterans. They're a little bit more poised. You know, there's not as much uh, carelessness as it comes with a young player trying to learn. So that's why you see a guy like Edmund Sumner, who's been in the league now three years. It's kind of a surprise to see him getting the minutes that he's getting. But if you watch the last two games when the Pacers have been on a little bit of a run towards the end of the fourth quarter, trying to close the gap, he'll pull Sumner out after he makes one mistake and throw in Justin Holiday to close it out with the with the starting four of uh, Sabonis, Turner, Warren, and Brogdon. So yeah, long long answer short, he just he loves he loves his veterans, and I think that's the majority of the reason. Tim, more questions. Go ahead. 
All right, so let's let's talk about Sabonis for a minute. Um, too soon for the big deal? Did he need another year to put up some numbers before they threw that kind of money at him? Or is that just good? Uh, you know, some of these guys are going to get paid, right? It's the way things are these days. And just shy of, what, 19 mil for four years, I believe? Um, yeah, somewhere around the eighteen point five. Yeah, some, rain, something, you know. something like that. Where, where's the yeah. money? Where's the money? Or is he worth, worth the money? The, I'm sorry. Is he worth? Is he worth the money? Yeah, I mean that that's a great question because I felt the same way about Turner too before they extended him last year. You know, was he worth his contract? And ultimately, I think what it came down to with Sabonis is. Before the extension, uh, they were having issues. There was rumors going around that they might trade him. And he came out on Saturday after a practice and said, now I know how they feel about me. Well, if you know anything about Indiana basketball, they don't have the greatest recruiting uh, group as far as getting star players to come to their organization. And I don't think them having that black mark on their name would have looked very well uh, with other players that might consider signing in Indiana, which is already slim picking. So, I think they felt like they had to get this deal done uh, with free agency next year. I don't know if you guys have seen that free agency class, but besides Anthony Davis, who is more than likely going back to the Lakers, it is horrible. And you've seen a lot of teams extend players because they don't want to get involved in that horrible 2020 free free agency period because there's a team out there like the Hawks that could offer Sabonis a crazy amount of money, and the Pacers then cannot match that because they don't have the cap room to do it, and they don't want to pay the luxury tax. So they could, you know, they couldn't, you know, bring Sabonis back. Then they lose that asset for absolutely nothing. So I think more so it was, let's get him under contract. You know, this contract will be tradable. There's going to be teams that are interested in him, and then you also have to look at it. He gets paid more than Turner right now. And if you listen to Zach Lowe and Brian Windhorst discuss the extensions, they talked about how Sabonis' camp would not take less than what Turner got. So take that for what it's worth. But I, I, I do believe that if this duo does not work out and things do not pan out over the season, you could see a trade in the offseason as the Pacers look to get something back in return for the, the asset that they have on their team, whether that's Turner or Sabonis. I'm surprised Brian Windhorst knew who somebody was other than LeBron. But other than that, we'll uh, move on here. Um, <laughs> you can hear Zach Lowe now. What do you think about Sabonis? Uh, Sabonis what? Uh, is that is that LeBron's next shoe? Uh, I, don't, I don't know Sabonis. Um, anyway, um, TJ Warren's a guy who's come over, and he's provided a nice little spark, I think. Uh, he's a nice little role player, does some good things, coming from Phoenix, a veteran, so McMillan would like him. What do you thought so far of, of T.J. Warren's performance for the Pacers? Yeah, it's a little bit slower than I think a lot of people expected, but that's kind of been how the team's been going. So uh, he's a guy that needs to be the focal point on the offense. He's kind of one-sided when it comes to the offensive uh, the way he plays offense. Um, defensively, he's actually not been too bad. I know some people might disagree, but I think he's been pretty solid, uh, a lot better than he was in Phoenix, but that's expected. But, you know, Phoenix is doing all right this year. But, you know, anyway, I, I think offensively, right now you've seen a lot of the offense flow through Brogdon, through Sabonis, at times Turner. I just don't know if Warren uh, is getting enough touches, is getting enough looks uh, consistently with this offense. And, 
in our podcast that went up tonight, setting the pace, we discussed this a little bit. And um, I, I suggested that maybe the Pacers rotation staggers uh, a little bit differently. And they pulled CJ Warren out of the rotation first, and then allow him to kind of be that second unit score uh, as they play a nine man rotation and let him play that power four position for TJ Leaf with the second unit. I, I think that he's got potential. He's a young player. He, he wants to, you know, he wants to succeed. He wants to be part of a winning organization. And the fact that Phoenix basically just gave him to the Pacers with a pick for absolutely nothing in return is kind of a slap in the face to him. That's basically like, we don't want you to get off our team. We want the cap space. So, you know, uh, I, I think TJ Warren will figure it out, but I think he needs to get himself in a better offensive rhythm and, you know, maybe playing a, a different style with that second unit might benefit him instead of playing the slower uh, style of play that the starters are doing with having two big guys out there. Yeah, I mean, that may benefit him a lot. Um, you know, it just depends on what he's comfortable with doing. I know he plays the three a lot, but he could be a good undersized four, especially with the way he plays defense. And, uh, you know, he's he's a good he's a good piece. Like, he's never going to, you know, like he's going to make an all-star team or anything like that. But he's the kind of role player that you need, and, and he's willing to work hard on teams that he's on. So I think he could be a good piece for Indiana, especially moving forward in the season. Once the the newness of the season kind of wears off and we get into the, you know, December and January, almost halfway through, and it really turns into a marathon instead of a sprint, um, that's when you'll need guys like T.J. Warren, in my opinion. Oh, you're absolutely right. Yeah. I, I think he's going to benefit this team in the long run. Well, Alex, we appreciate you giving us some of your time and jumping on here and talking about the Indiana Pacers. I know you're a busy man, and I always try to follow your tweets online and, and keep up with you. And, uh, and we hadn't had you on in a while, so I'm glad we are able to get you back on. It's just been a hectic time uh, in this past off season, especially. But, uh, won't you let our listeners know where they can keep up with you and follow you and uh, about your podcast and everything that you're doing? Yeah, well, I appreciate you guys asking me back on. It's uh, always a good time talking with you guys. I uh, I appreciate you uh, and what you all do for the white man can't jump. But yeah, you can check me out on Twitter at Alex Golden NBA. That's my handle, and really just uh, vamping things up here with PacersTalk.net. It's our Pacers website that we launched in the summer, and now that we actually have content to write about. Uh, we're going to have recaps and game previews and then articles every every single week. So you're going to get a lot of content there at PacersTalk.net. And uh, if you are a fan of the Pacers and you want to listen to a new Pacers podcast, check out Setting the Pace. We have a Twitter handle called Setting the Pace 3. And as well on Instagram where you can find all of our stuff is at uh, Pacers Talk. Well, Alex, again, thank you so much for joining us. And we'll have, we'll have to have you back soon, hopefully when the Pacers turn their season around. A little on down the line. We'll have you back, and we'll talk a little more. Yeah, hopefully they can actually get a win by the next time we talk. That'd be fantastic. <laughs> I'm sure they're. I'm sure one's coming. I think they. I think they'll beat at least beat Cleveland the next game. The after uh, yeah. the Nets, I don't know, but the, the, I think they can take Cleveland this next time. Yeah, it, it'll be surprising. They'll probably beat the Nets and then lose to Cleveland with how things yeah. are going this year. You just. <laughs> You know, it's how it always happens. You beat the team. Yeah, I understand. Backed by the teams you should beat. So, Yeah, it's about the way it goes. But, again, Alex, thank <laughs> you so much for jumping on, and we'll have you back real soon. All right, we'll see you guys. Yeah, thanks thank a you lot, again. man. Appreciate it. And that was Alex Golden from the Setting the Pace podcast. Follow him on Twitter. Alex a great guy. Always good to talk 
with somebody as knowledgeable as Alex is because that man knows his stuff when it comes to Indiana Pacers basketball. He does. We got the greatest guests, man. Let me tell you. We really do. I mean, not to toot our own horn, but we really do. Uh, <laughs> you're welcome. But <sighs> speaking of you're welcome, you'll say you're welcome after you fill up on Stay Classy Meats from your freezer. Make sure to check them out at stayclassymeats.com. Use promo code WIDEMEN to save 10% on your order and get a free pound of Montana grass-fed ground beef. It's Stay Classy Meats. It's your one stop shop for all the meat you can handle. That's right. You get you get to take care of your meat over over at Strip Camp Fun, and then you get to get more meat at Stay Classy Meat. So check them out. Let's hear more from Stay Classy Meat. <laughs> Stay Classy Meat is your online meat market where you can get the best quality meat for competitive prices. Head on over to stayclassymeats.com and use the promo code WIDEMEN to save 10% on your order. That's right. If you head to stayclassymeats.com, you can save 10% on your order with promo code WIDEMEN, but that's not all. Not only will Stay Classy Meats give you 10% off, they're also throwing in a free pound of Montana grass-fed ground beef. Make sure you get over to stayclassymeats.com right now to check out their selection. Whether it be pork, ribs, chicken, steak, bison, ribeye, or any other type of meat that you desire, you can get it at stayclassymeats.com. They are high-quality meats that you will not want to miss out on. If you like to eat well and eat clean and eat some of the best quality products out there, Stay Classy Meat is for you. Again, head to stayclassymeats.com right now. That's right. Take that money you went over at my bookie and then head to Stay Classy Meats and buy yourself a good steak. Can't beat it, man. Best Ooh. steak on the market, bar none. Ooh, steak. Mmm, steak. Oh, steak. Speaking of an individual that was saying, mmm, steak, uh, was we, we were expected to be getting a, a report from our man on the scene, Ed Bogus. Uh, this week, he's traveling out to the Midwest, and uh, <laughs> thought, he's in the... I thought you were going to say that uh, LeBron James could have used some steaks for that hair. Well, you know. <laughs> Before we get to that, let's talk about that. My goodness. Look, I'm bald, ladies and gentlemen. My hair receded a long time ago. I embraced it, and I shaved my head. I get it. LeBron, from one from one man to another, who knows about what you're going through, and I know just you're – Come just on, man. Just, just cut it. Shave yeah, it. Just let it go, man. There's nothing bald. Let it go. Don't fight it. Yeah. Don't fight it. Embrace it. Or, or with your $550 bazillion. Or that. Freaking – Get a hair piece worth talking about, like oh, yeah, or do that, or do that, like whichever you. Yeah, prefer. I mean, you can't you can't get one that stays on your head. The poor <laughs> Anthony Davis is relegated to uh, hair piece duty during the game. I mean, shave Anthony Davis's unibrow and put it on your receding hairline. I mean, just, just trying to help. I mean, I mean they make industrial staplers and things. I mean, there's ways to get that get that stuff to stay up there. I mean, like that Stan Lane story about that weavy guy. <laughs> that one time yeah, in Smoky I mean, Mountain. <laughs> I mean, you know your vein if you've got a hairpiece and it's one that you can remove. Like, I figure, you know, if you want hair, go permanent, man. Have that baby stitched to your scalp or some you plugs, know, something. Man. Yeah, do something that, you know, that you're going to keep it. I mean, 
unless it's just, you know, the stress of Space Jam 2. It's <laughs> <laughs> a stressful assignment. I don't know, but it seems crazy to me. But anyway, poor LeBron. What what first first world problems that LeBron James has got? Yeah, and he was also looking for a place to stay the other night in California. I'm like, dude, just go get your fucking private jet and go somewhere. You should have just put the kids in the car, driven to the first place that, that he liked the look of, and just got out and said, uh, how much you want for this place? Here you go. It's mine now. It's mine now. Get out. <laughs> you know, Tim, this may sound dumb, but why didn't he just go stay in the Staples Center? Well, apparently he doesn't have a whole lot of friends that nobody on the team. I mean, there's a couple other uh, super millionaires on that team. There you go. Kyle Kuzma couldn't put up LeBron James for tonight. <laughs> Kuzma's house isn't big enough for LeBron, uh, at least for his does ego. It, does it have Kardashians? Is he still? I don't know. <laughs> I can't keep up with him. I don't He's so know busy. Either. He's so oh, no, busy. Ben, I, I can't. No, it's Ben. It's Ben Simmons who was uh, the Kardashian. Yeah, the, yeah. He uh, was. He was the Kardashian. Right? Or one of the Jenner. One of the Jenners. I think it was. It wasn't actually a Kardashian. Only a half Kardashian, I guess. I uh, who knows? I don't know how the hell any of that works. I don't. Me either. either. <laughs> but anyway, as anyway, we were saying, our, back to our regularly scheduled programming. Yes, back to our regularly scheduled programming. Um. We were talking about Ed Bogus and the situation involving Bogus uh, taking taking a trip to Dallas on the Wide Men credit card uh, as he continues his concession stand around the league trip. It's a good thing he he brings in the big numbers because he spends money. I mean, do you know how much trouble I'm having explaining them the IRS how the hell Wide Men can't jump spends two hundred dollars a day on candy corn. You know how, I'm, how difficult tough. that is to explain. Even yeah, I mean, that's a, world, a tough one. Even with a world champion eater like Ed Boggess on the payroll. <laughs> I mean, still. I just can't believe he likes candy corn, man. I didn't think anybody liked candy corn. Like, it's Halloween, man. And, well, and you'll eat anything before. on Halloween, but not candy but what, corn. But we have come to the conclusion that so far we only really know that there's only one thing Ed Boggess doesn't like. That's Diet, Diet Coke. Coke. Diet Coke. That's really the only thing we've really nailed down. I mean, that he I'm not big on Diet Coke either. I got to agree with him on that one. I prefer a Coke Zero, but yeah, but Diet Coke. The Diet Coke people aren't worried because I'm drinking enough for me and Ed Bogus, so they're not going to miss They're not. They really. They were cared for the taste of it, but Cecil did some reporting. Rusty Shackelford is uh, blinking at me and twirling his arm. Get Fuck you, Shackelford. I'll do what I want. I'm producing this some bitch. <laughs> All right. Does he know we pay him? He does know. Apparently, that, right? he doesn't. <laughs> Apparently, he doesn't. Mm. Well, screw you. All right. See all the way from Canada. Yeah, big really. Old, big old screw you. Yeah. And, oh, all right. All right. Let's go. The Big D introduces Ed Bogus. Here we go. Roll the tape. The following is a Wide Man Can't Jump special news bulletin. Good evening, everyone. I'm Cecil B. Buxnot. Reporting to you live from Dallas, Texas, where, of course, week... Well, bloody hell, I don't even know what week it is. Everything is a blur today. Uh, of the uh, Ed Bogus Concession Stand World Tour, which, of course, made its stop in Dallas. Uh, last week, of course, charity basketball game went 
uh, what we thought was off the off the rails, but turns out uh, was a huge hit. Uh, was uh, replayed uh, the highlights on uh, ESPN, made the Sports Center. Uh, every news outlet, uh, Sports Illustrated, uh, covered it. Uh, at, and the uh, oh Cecil, you tongue tied tonight. Uh, the success was so great that uh, there will be another game today, or was another game today. I'm getting ahead of myself, uh, and I'll get to that in a minute. Uh, of course, the uh, the concession stand in Dallas was uh, magnificent. Uh, what uh, you wouldn't expect any less from a from a state that uh, where Dr Pepper is the number one drink. I love me some Dr Pepper, and of course a uh, pecan pie, peach cobbler, well known in Dallas. Um, of course, uh, Dallas. Uh, we're not going to get into the particulars because it's really uh, surprisingly it's the game that has become the the story. Um, of course, uh, Dallas food, uh, Tex-Mex, is uh, prevalent. Which uh, I mean, if you don't like Tex-Mex, something wrong with you. I mean, who don't like uh, nachos, tacos, enchiladas, fajitas, quesadillas, chimichangas, burritos, tamales? It's all good. Um, and of course, barbecue, huge in Texas. Uh, nothing you can't get on the barbecue that don't taste good in Texas. Chicken fried steak. Oh, chicken fried steak. Oh, Amen, brother. I can hear Nate Bush salivating from here. Anyways, <laughs> you can. Uh, the food was wonderful. The concession, <laughs> A-plus from Dallas. Uh, Ed Boggess, uh, luckily they ate at the concession after the game. Uh, Ed Boggess was forklifted out by uh, Tom Robinson <laughs> and uh, placed on a pallet and uh, loaded into the back of a uh, cargo plane uh, to head it off to, I believe it's Denver, where they're headed next week. Uh, but anyways, uh, let's get to the game, uh, because the game, uh, well, uh, again, was a magnificent affair. Of course, uh, leading the way for the uh, newly named White Men Can't Jump uh, Bearded Ballers was uh, Captain Ed Boggess, uh, of course. Uh, as you know, 21-time uh, Shinston uh, free throw champion. Uh, accompanying him at center. That hoser, or well, hold on a minute. Let me let me get into character here. Good day, eh? Uh, at center, uh, Nick Hoff, eh? Uh, he's a hoser. Uh, he wears a toque and he likes poutine, eh? So uh, he could just take off. Uh, anyway, I, I just Cecil again, <laughs> in case you didn't know. Uh, Nick Hoff at center, of course, uh, leading the uh, the way for the uh, bearded ballers uh, with uh, 32 blocks in the first. Uh, uh, celebrity game. Uh, of course, uh, starting this week in, uh, is uh, Tom Robinson, uh, who, of course, is known for his uh, vicious uh, pit plays and uh, his uh, uncanny ability to uh, post up in the corner for the three-point shot. Uh, in the backcourt, as always, uh, Nathan, the... Uh, well, what can we say about Nathan Bush? That the man is a is a force in nature. Uh, mongoose lacks speed. Uh, strikes from all parts of court. Um, he has a little trick he likes to do where he likes to shoot from half court, uh, blindfolded, uh, standing backwards. Uh, we don't really encourage him to do it because he's only shooting 83%. Uh, that's a low number for the white man. Uh, can't jump a bearded ballers. Um, and, of course, his, uh, his partner, assist machine, Timothy who, uh, of course, ball handling skills uh, unparalleled. Um, 
Saskatchewan uh, assisted he can handle the ball uh, 17 now. times. Uh, I mean, these statistics are incredible. Uh, shooting percentages in the high 90s. I mean, you just can't give these guys any opportunities. But we've got to say that the uh, Dallas, they pulled out all the stops. I learned a tiny bit, or thought they did, from the uh, Cleveland game. Uh, let's have a look at the list of players uh, up against the uh, white man can't jump here, the ballers. Of course, uh, let's not forget that uh, six-man uh, Ken from Philly on the bench for the uh, white man. They didn't <laughs> even bring any other players. They figured six was enough. Uh, for <laughs> Dallas, uh, of course, local legend Larry Hagman. Uh, comedian Carol Burnett, uh, singer oh, Hilary Duff, uh, of course, uh, actor, singer, uh, Jimmy Fox, uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt, <laughs> love me some Jennifer Love Hewitt, uh, Jessica Simpson, surprisingly, and then uh, Vanilla Ice was in the house, uh, and then uh, Dallas uh, recruited a few uh, basketball players, uh, two former players, uh, Shaquille O'Neal and Dennis Rodman. And our current player, Jimmy Butler. Uh, so uh, they had high hopes, but of course, as as uh, we have come to expect here in a wide man camp, because we know these things, uh, the wide men, uh, well, they dominated. Uh, the final <laughs> score, uh, 247 to 31. Of course, that 31 was scored in the last two minutes when the wide men... Uh, Ran off with Hillary Duff and Jennifer Love Hewitt. Um, well, you know. Leaving uh, <laughs> Karen from Philly to defend by herself. And uh, she only gave up uh, 15 points in 10 minutes, which is pretty good. Scored 24 herself. So, uh, yeah. it's incredible. Uh, but, uh, of course, as usual, the wide men up to their antics. Um, uh, Tom Robinson, of course, taunting uh, Larry Hagman. Uh, Telling him he shot him. He's going to shoot him and his family. And then it was, oh my that it would God. all just be a dream. Incredible. Oh, no. Uh, Get Armando Martinez, of course, uh, who I forgot to. Oh, I forgot to mention Armando earlier. How could I forget Armando? Um, I guess because he's he's so ninja like. Um, <laughs> shooting uh, 97% from three point range. Um, he got under the skin of Carol Burnett early on in the game by uh, pulling both of her ears at the same time. And if you know anything about Carol Burnett, you'll understand why this uh, got the comedian hot under the collar. Uh, he then <laughs> told her she was uh, no Tim Conway, and uh, the only mopping she would be doing would be cleaning the court after the game. Um, <laughs> uh, this incensed Carol Burnett, and uh, Harvey Corman had to come out and console her. Uh, Nathan Bush... Uh, Got in the face of Hillary Duff quite a bit during the game. Uh, they made up afterwards, but uh, during the game, uh, he taunted her about the only Lizzie worth talking about was Thin Lizzie. Um, <laughs> of course, you know, uh, Hillary Duff, uh, Lizzie McGuire fame, and really not much else after that, to be honest. Not really a celebrity <laughs> as such. But, uh, of course, Bush uh, singing Thin Lizzie songs into her, si into her ear when he was covering her. I'm not quite sure she even understood, because I don't think she's old enough to know who Thin Lizzy is. But anyways, uh, not. <laughs> the, 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 uh, Jamie Foxx, uh, he didn't play too badly, but uh, Timmy D kind of got in his face, uh, called him uh, <laughs> called him Jamie Coyote a couple times. Oh, he didn't no. like that. And uh, <laughs> then, of course, uh, uh, Dumbrova taunted him about, uh, you know, explain yourself in that Miami Vice movie. 
that, of course, uh, Jimmy Fox Boy, he uh, did breaking he... into tears on the court. <laughs> Not a pretty sight. Uh, but uh, he's a millionaire, so he's going to be okay. <laughs> now, some of the worst trash talking happened when Ed Boggess got in a grill of celebrity Jessica Simpson. Uh-oh. Uh, made fun of her jokes about, uh, you know, buffalo wings and uh, chicken of the sea and tuna and all that stuff. But then, in a masterful stroke of genius, because uh, Simpson had been given the uh, white man trouble. I mean, if you saw um, the Dukes of Hazard movie, you know why. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He had somebody deliver to her on the bench a piece of paper that had flip written on it on both sides. <laughs> <laughs> totally baffled her. Uh, she could still be at the at the Dallas Arena. Uh, flipping that piece of paper for all we know. Um, rendered her ineffective for the rest of the game. Lockdown D, baby. Uh, Armando Martinez, of course, after doing quite a job on uh, Carol Burnett, started to work on Vanilla Ice, uh, calling him uh, Brick Brick Baby, uh, telling me he would never be Eminem. Uh, Vanilla Ooh. Ice, of course. Uh, he uh, does a renovation show on TV, or did. What a fall from grace. From stealing songs to building houses. Incredible. Uh, of course, uh, uh, Tim Dombrova uh, got in the grill of uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt uh, on purpose, of course. Fouled her several times with a hand checking. <laughs> After that, uh, I know you've been in Party of Five, but could we just do Party of Two or maybe a Party of Three if you know where Lacey Chabert is at? Oh. Uh, uh, admittedly, uh, Hewitt seemed uh, interested in the in the idea, and uh, the two were seen uh, leaving the arena later that night. Uh, of course, uh, when the celebrity hotness didn't work, I mean, who could resist Cabernet? Uh, <laughs> Jimmy Butler entered into the game, and Nate Bush immediately went to work on Jimmy Butler. I <laughs> uh, started saying, uh, calling him uh, President Jimmy. I don't think Butler understood that joke, but the rest of uh, the white men did and thought it was pretty funny. Did I say white men? Oh, Freudian slip. Wide men. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, and then in in a, a beautiful taunt, I must say, he, he called him Jimmy Walker. And <laughs> dancing around on a court going, going, Dynamite! Uh, Jimmy <laughs> Butler uh, started to scream at some young kid in the crowd and uh, left the game. Um, ineffective. Of course, Shaquille O'Neal, who one would have thought was a force, or would be a force, but uh, he's uh, slowed down a bit. Uh, Nick Hoff, of course, uh, center-on-center battle there, uh, clearly won by Nick Hoff. Um, He uh, made the joke that uh, Shaq, Shaq, Shaq should be back, should be vacuum O'Neal, and then asked him if if he ate Charles Barkley. No, <laughs> Shaq had no reply, and Barkley hasn't been seen for a couple of days, so who knows? And then, of course, <laughs> the, the they, they relied on uh, Dennis Rodman, but of course, the wide men had an answer for that. Uh, Karen from Philly just asked him who made his wedding gown, and the two were seen later that night in a cocktail bar. So, as I said, uh, I believe two forty-seven <laughs> to thirty-one was the score. Uh, the wide men again dominated. Uh, these guys, they, uh, you know, they just don't like to lose, and uh, they are committed to defeating every NBA uh, celebrity team uh, and poking fun at them at the same time. 
Uh, and that's pretty much it from uh, Dallas. Uh, as always, great food in Dallas. A plus, as I said. Uh, yeah. Concession stand uh, done well, but uh, the basketball game a bit of a, of a, a bit of a downer. Um, a lot of uh, hurt feelings by celebrities and the wide men uh, just laughed. Uh, took the girls and the money and got on the plane, headed to Denver. That's what where we do. If there ain't an open Denver sandwich at the concession stand, I'm gonna scream. Because as you Denver know, P. Bucks don't love him some open Denver. But anyway, <laughs> that's it for this edition of uh, the Ed Vargas Report. Uh, tune in next week when we go to Denver. Oh, and before I forget, before I sign Uh-oh. off, uh, just a, a public service announcement of sorts. Uh, police in the Delco area are telling uh, civilians uh, n- not to answer their door uh, if a, or, or not to sign if a large man in a gigantic, ugly coat come to your door <laughs> and wants you to sign for a package you weren't expecting or ordered. Uh, even if they give it to you, this, of course, ladies and gentlemen, is a scam. Uh, <laughs> probably perpetrated by the Chinese or, or perhaps uh, people from India. Uh, India, of course, well known for their scams. So uh, don't sign and don't be taken in if the large man starts breaks down and begins to cry. Tell <laughs> some sob story about uh, a cat and uh, <laughs> sexual dysfunctions. Don't oh, God. Anyway, that's it for Cecil B. Bucks North. See you next week. Good night. My coat of many colors. <laughs> My goodness, what insight reporting from Cecil, as always. Well, Tim, you're back with me here. And after that reporting from Cecil, my goodness, there's only one thing I can think of to really bring this show to a crescendo. You know what that is, Tim? No, I don't. Bush Lee. All right. is correct. It is time for Bush League. Three nominees this week for the Bush League title and my goodness, Tim, if you're with me, head over to the Wide Men Twitter page. I have tweeted three nominees, and we'll take a look. And we'll get your vote on what you think will be the winner. Are you? Let me know when you're ready. I, I am ready. All right. Nominee number one, Fred Van Vliet, and our boy Markel Fultz, rumbling, bumbling, stumbling off the crossover. Fultz goes... And his ankles are broken. Oh, my goodness. There he goes to the ground. You know, we talked about his arms, but he needs to get those ankles checked after that. What do you think about that one, Tim? People used to joke. I used to, like, people would laugh at me when I said I thought the rest of them was imbalanced also. But there you go. (laughs) Well, there it is. You know what that is, Mark Elfolt? You know what it is? That's Bush. Bush League. You hear me? All right, our second nominee, if you check it out, Donovan Mitchell goes down after a foul. Guy puts the shot up trying to make it, and let's just say Mitchell, wrong place. Yeah, wrong time. And uh, he catches one. And Joe Ingles is laughing his ass off. 
because uh, no offense to anyone, but uh, he appears to be uh, packing, as they say. Uh, well, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> right there, uh, right in the nads. Oh, that bad, uh, that had to hurt. There's just uh, nothing you can do but grin and bear it because yeah, just, <laughs> Joe Ingles oh. grinned. Joe Ingles thought it was funny. <laughs> Uh, Donovan Mitchell, Donovan Mitchell, you know what that was? I mean, that is Bush League. That's Bush League. All right. And finally, you had to know it was coming, ladies and gentlemen. James Harden ends the half, doesn't even get a shot off, wants a call, doesn't get it, bounces the ball, and (laughs) boom, right in the face. This was perfection. He He hasn't made a better shot all year. Josh Hart's reaction was absolutely hysterical as Josh Hart just looks on. Hart just nails himself right now. Boom! Totally insane. Oh, man. That Uh, one has a special place in my heart. But you know what that was, James Harden. You know what it is. That's Bush League. See, and that's. If you you look at that closely, you could see that that wouldn't even have been a three pointer because his foot was on the line. Yeah, absolutely. So ten, <laughs> you three nominees for Bush League. Oh, it's a no-brainer. I mean, the one in the balls, ball stuff to the balls is always funny. Oh but, yeah. Uh, but uh, James Harden is a clear winner. Um, Absolutely. Absolutely. He needs to right. channel some of that aggression into his three-point shooting because uh, he can't shoot from shit from the three-point line. But Lord knows the mf'er can shoot from the foul line. Got a lot oh yeah. Of practice it. Twenty-two, twenty-two attempts against the Thunder the other night. The Thunder, as a team, only shot twenty-four. Ridiculous. We need, we need to speak to uh, somebody from. Uh, we should look into that. We need to get somebody from NBA officiating. Yeah, I, I we really ex- do. I want an explanation for why James Harden gets twenty-five more calls than anybody else. Uh, yeah, well, you know what? We really do need to uh, to look into that. I, cause, yeah, I, I, you know, I you're right. Like we do what, need. I would like to know what the league stand is on that. Uh, yeah, I mean, we, we should look into it. I'll see what we can find out. Um, we'll, we'll have some work to do. So we'll we'll get to it. Hopefully we get us an answer here pretty soon. But I'll tell you what, Tim. This show has come and this show has gone. Can you believe it? Uh, yes, as a matter of fact. <laughs> I can't, huh? in fact, believe it because I was looking at the clock and going, we're just about out of time. That is true. We are. Uh, big shout-out. I want to give a big shout-out, though, before we go. Uh, former Chapmanville Regional High School basketball player Devin Collins made his college debut tonight with the Marshall Thundering Herd. So congratulations, Devin, on uh, getting to play for the Herd tonight. Way to go. And uh, his colleague, All-Stater, from uh, Chattanooga Regional High School, entering his senior season, Obina and Achille Killen. He will be leading the Tigers this season as they look to go for the three-peat of state championships. He is committed also to the Marshall Thundering Herd. So, Herd getting some West Virginia boys. We need to uh, have some updates on some of the uh, local West Virginia players we've talked to uh, well i'll tell you this we had shana on i i I just heard from the other day shana uh was going overseas it didn't work out in spain for her uh but she did just the other day accept the head coaching position 
as the head basketball coach for the St. Albans girls basketball team. So Shana will be the head coach there in St. Albans, a job, uh, something she's always wanted to do. So congratulations to her. Um, so that's awesome. Stevie still playing over in Greece. Last I saw, they were just in Amsterdam today. So I haven't had a chance to catch up with him too much lately as their season is currently going. As soon as I hear anything, I'll let you know from him. Amsterdam, um, oh, the city that never sleeps. Yeah, for real. So a lot of the guys uh, that we've had, so. a lot of the guys and girls. So we've uh, we, we've had some good well, ones here so we, we, need, we like to have, I mean, I'm not, I feel like a, a what's the word, uh, uh, like I could be from West Virginia some days. I'm You're an honorary West Virginia. Yeah, I'm an honor, that, that's what I was looking for. That was the word I was looking for. Uh, so I like to keep up with the, the people that, uh, and let's be honest, that's our fan base is uh, quite a bit from that area. So uh, it's good to keep track of the locals if we can. Uh, yeah, yeah local. absolutely. So and, local, uh, yeah, local flavor never hurt anybody. Absolutely. So, again, thanks to everybody who has been here and, and joined us on the show and We'll try and catch up, of course, as always, with everyone as soon as we can. So, um, but yeah, for sure. But that's going to do it for this show tonight. And I really do appreciate uh, everybody for tuning in. Thanks again to Alex for jumping on Talking Pacers. And, man, I'm really thankful Patrick was able to come on and talk some e-gaming, man. I thought that was some yeah. cool stuff. And yeah, I got we'll to keep up gotta, with him. Yeah, I got to I gotta go uh, do some Twitter adding here, some Twitter following. I guess it's not adding. Yeah, Yeah, I've already added him on Twitter and, and all that. So, yeah, thanks again to Patrick Croissant and Alex Golden. Go show them some love. Show some love to our sponsors. New Law Office, newlawoffice.com. Stay Classy Meats at stayclassymeats.com. Uh, Atomic Comics and Collectibles, LLC. Facebook.com slash Atomic Comics Collectibles, LLC. And, of course, uh, the wonderful stripcamfun.com. Check them out as well. And, of course, go check out mybookie.ag. Promo code WIDE. They will match your first deposit. Go check them out. Win some money and tell them Wide Men Can't Jump sent you for sure. So thanks to all of our great sponsors. You can find us on iTunes, Podcast Addict, Stitcher, Google Play, FM Flash, iHeartRadio, and anywhere you find podcasts, the Wide Men Can't Jump crew is always there. Tim and I will be back on, we're actually going to be recording very soon. We'll probably do a pick show one day this week. And uh, we're also going to be doing an uh, interview with Bobby Blaze for our Patreon page. So be on the lookout there for the Bobby Blaze Patreon interview. That Wide Men Can't Jump. It's patreon.com slash wide men can't jump. And check out our website, widemencantjump.com. And uh, I do want to say, Tim, uh, we got some great stuff headed your way. We'll be back next week with another jam-packed show. And, uh, you know, we pre-taped this one. I'll go ahead and tell you, this one we recorded on Tuesday night instead of going live on Wednesday because I went to AEW. So I'll be there um, at AEW. If you see me, say hey. But uh, anyway, we had a great time with this show for sure. And um, make sure next week Tim and uh, Motor City Mark will be back for the hockey show next week. More NHL news headed your way. Make sure you don't miss that. Those two do a great job on that program. Oh, you're welcome. All right, Tim. Thanks, anything you want to add before before we decide to exit? No, I think we're done, Nate. Wrap her up. All right. New in, new Bye-bye. outro headed your way with much better music. So stick around. Listen to some good tunes. You ready to go, Tim? Well, hold on. oh hold on. Okay.
What's up now? Oh, really? No, 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 no. Too late. Too late. Oh, God, Jesus. Uh, Nate, uh, this call is for you. You want to take this? Okay. Sure. Nate, is that you? No, no. Yeah. Nate it's Bush, me. Have you, seen, have you seen my father, Tom Robinson? Uh, no, little TR, I have not. Uh, oh, I, I was hoping you had seen him because I, I think he called me the other day. I think he might have pocket dialed me, though, but uh, it, the conversation was, well, of course, because it was a pocket dial, it was very one-sided, but uh, uh, I'm sure it was him because I heard him muttering something about, God, why does my last name have to be Robinson? Oh, God, writing my name on here takes forever. I just want to go by one name, like Shocky, <laughs> something shorter, <laughs> like just T. Can I just be T? <laughs> Get sick and tired of writing my bloody name on everything. Well, yeah, Especially. who knows, little TR? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it was him. Maybe it wasn't. I don't know. And something about uh, going to New Zealand for uh, filming a Lord of the Rings Part 7? No. Um, yeah, I got no oh. update on that either. <laughs> Ah, uh, you could just cut this. This is going nowhere fast. <laughs> nope, I'm leaving it. <laughs> oh God! Oh, Lord of the Rings Part Seven, <laughs> Return of the Arcs. <laughs> Thanks for oh. listening, everybody. Yeah, Thanks good night, everyone. Thanks for listening. Play that outro. Thanks for listening to this broadcast on the Wide Men Radio Network located at blogtalkradio.com slash widemencantjump. You can check us out on Patreon at patreon.com slash widemencantjump for more exclusive content only available to our Patreon members. You can find this program and others like it on iTunes, Podcast Addict, Stitcher, Google Play, FM Flash, iHeartRadio, and more. Just search Wide Men Can't Jump. Thanks to our sponsors, the Law Offices of Stephen P. New at newlawoffice.com, StripCamFun.com, Atomic Comics and Collectibles LLC, located at Facebook.com slash Atomic Comics and Collectibles LLC, and Stay Classy Meats, where you can check them out at StayClassyMeats.com and use promo code WIDEMEN to save 10% on your order and receive a free pound of Montana grass-fed ground beef. Follow us on Twitter at WideJump, and be sure to keep up with all the content that's being posted there. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time on the Wide Men Radio Network.